Welcome to another Sessions on Life. I'm Josh. And I'm Ubi. And we still have our friend Dedrick in the house. That's right. That's right. And as you guys know, um, we are in episode three of our session on on discipleship. So uh, what that actually means is today's topic is engaging Engaging in discipleship. And uh, I am extremely excited about this episode I'm always ex- excited about our episode three because it's an episode three where the rob the rubber meets the road. You know, this is where we're getting into it. This is where we talk about getting into it, how to get into it, your posture while you're in it, your posture before you're in it. So there's just I'm just excited about that because you know James talks about being doers. Yeah. of the word, word. and not simply right. hearers you know so you know there's the there's the discussing the nature of it there's the discuss you know there's the discussing the power yeah. of it but then engaging in it this is where we're like okay let's we do we it we're not yeah. talking about exactly. it exactly now yeah, we, yeah let's how do we it. do it how do yep. we do it so yep. I, lo- I love that so um as always we are gonna go ahead and jump right into it and i am going to start with uh reading matthew 28 uh, 18 through 20 that is the hallmark scripture and discipleship um, because we, what we want to do is start with just you know just like um, I think a basic definition right if you're going to engage in discipleship it's important to come up with just a basic definition of what discipleship is and I think we can find that um, you know at least the, I think Matthew 28 18 through oh, yeah. 20 is a chief scripture that would help with you know coming up with a definition so here goes right I'm reading, uh, reading with, uh, reading from the English Standard Version. I knew, it. not the KJV. <laughs> I knew. It. You know what? One I, day. I, I, you know One day. What I was thinking was, what I was thinking was, I need to just surprise Josh and say I'm reading from the English Standard yeah. Bible and start reading KJV. <laughs> you see a smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, so reading from the English Standard Bible uh, Version, Matthew 28, 18, 18 through twenty, says, and Jesus came and said to them, "All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me." Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Mm-hmm. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Amen. Now, it's clearly obvious that this particular scripture is speaking from the vantage point of discipling, right? Because Jesus is saying, hey, you guys go into the world and be disciples, mm-hmm. right? But we are speaking about the whole process of discipleship from the vantage point of both the discipler and, and the disciple, yep. right? Yeah. So um, I came up with a definition for discipleship and I would love to uh, get your input on, you know, what you guys think, what you guys think about this definition, right? So here it goes. I say um, discipleship is the spirit-empowered teaching and learning of obedience to the commands of Jesus Christ in the hope of becoming like him. It involves a denial of, a denial of self by the teacher and student for Christ and one another. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. how, how does that sit with you guys when you, know, when you think about discipleship? Did I do a good job? Did I do a horrible job? You did a horrible job. No, I'm just playing. You did a great <laughs> job. Well, I, I love critique. I can take it. I can, I can take the critique. Yeah. No, I yeah. think you did an awesome job yeah. uh, because I, I always like to look back at myself, you know, and yeah. think about, man, like, you know, I had to get to a point to where, like, I had to be obedient uh, and listen to my teacher, right. you know, and, and it was, it wasn't always fun. 
You know no. what I mean? It wasn't yeah. always fun when he had to, you know, coach me on things or walk me through things or rebuke me or whatever it was. Like, yeah. it was never just always fun. But when you get those good times or, or when you, you know, uh, maybe you see him pray for somebody or forgive you or or just love on you, you know, it's like, right. man, that's so worth it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and the good thing about it is I've learned a lot of that and then I've taught a lot of that. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. To yeah. other disciples, you yeah. know, where they're like, man, like, Dad, why do you do that? It's, honestly, it's biblical. And on top of that, I seen it played out. Played out, right. And when it's played out, it's easier to uh, share it with somebody else. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you lived it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I, I think it's a great definition, too. Okay. I, I love how you talk about uh, empowered teaching and learning of obedience. Right. Because yeah. obedience is something you really do have to learn it because, like, uh, like you mentioned, some things don't always sound good to you. Exactly. Like when you hear you like, ah, yeah. I, I know I'm supposed to do that, but you know, I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. You, you learn to be obedient. And after you've gone through the process so many times of where you have that initial feeling where you're like, yeah. ah, I, I'm not excited about this. Right. And you can grow to be excited because you know yes. what happens yes. after you go through the process. Yeah. That's um, good. And you learn to be obedient. And so, uh, you know, I, I love how it was defined as, as that learning to be obedient yeah. to Jesus Christ. Well, and can I add on? Yeah, absolutely. Something? Like I think about like even when <clears throat> as a discipler and you see one of your disciples get it, you yeah. know, it's like, oh, it clicked. It's yes. like, man, one yeah. of the best feelings in the world because, you know, they're yeah, they're under you, but they're under Jesus. You yes. know what I mean? And so yes. I think that's what's amazing yeah. is like. It's clicking. It's not about Dedrick. Yeah, they've seen me live it out, but they're starting to go to the Father more than they are me. Correct. And right. when that starts clicking, you're like, it is, I want to cry. You know what I mean? It feels so good, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's what I love about discipleship is literally taking somebody by the hand. Yeah. It's like adoption. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody, yeah. you come out of nowhere and you, you've never had a father, you've never had a mother, like you've probably been in a uh, foster home, and then you come under these people in this house, you're like, dang, like, I don't like their rules. I don't like the way they do things. Like I'm used to being in a foster home, but now you got structure. And you find out that right. they really do care. Yeah, about they care yeah. about me, but there's rules. Oh, I didn't have these last time. This yeah, is right. different. But you got to come under them in order to, you know, uh, honestly be happy. <laughs> you For know what I mean? Because yeah. if you start acting out or still, they might send you back and you don't want to do that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I love it, bro. It's a great yeah. definition. Well, and, you know, the, and, you know, one of the reasons – well, pr- really, uh, the primary reason I, I, you know, I started out with the idea of it being the spirit-empowered teaching and learning yeah. was, one, the scriptures are very clear. You know, Jesus Christ says, when I leave, I'll send another comfort, and he'll teach you, he'll guide you, he'll bring all things to your remembrance. Amen. You know, if you're arrested and brought before a tribunal, don't worry about what, you say, what you're going to say, because in that very moment, the Holy Spirit is going to give you what to say. You know, the word of God is spirit, it is life, it's the spirit that quickens, the flesh doesn't profit Amen. anything. You know, so what, when we look, and then Jesus Christ says, Go and make disciples of all nations. Behold, I am with you to the end of the age, right? So I know Jesus isn't here with me right now, but the comfort of the spirit of Jesus Christ is. So I think, you know, in defining discipleship, it is essential that the discipler and the disciple recognize that the Holy Spirit is active not only in the teaching Mm-hmm. but also in the learning. Oh, yeah. Right, that the, this, that, so that, that the Holy Spirit is not only working in the discipler, mm-hmm. but that you, the disciple, the Holy Spirit is also working in you. If the Holy Spirit is working in the discipler to give the discipler 
um, you know, the words mm-hmm. of life to communicate. The Holy Spirit is working in you to, to illuminate it. your heart and oh, your mind good, be- to understand, to receive, and to live out, right? Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. So, so if I'm going to define dif- discipleship, I have to start with the fact that it is Jesus empowered yeah. by the Spirit, right? Yeah. But then, you know, also, you know, that, you know, that angle of, um, you know, it involving a denial of self, right? That's the part because that's, I, tough. that's the, the exactly, <laughs> yeah. that, that's a tough part, right? Yeah. That, you know, so, so discipleship, you know, this empowered teaching and learning, right? This spirit empowered teaching and learning to obey Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. Requires self-denial. Mm, right mm. um Oof, i think that's like the heart of the faith right there <laughs> yeah like self-denial self-denial Self de- you know i really gotta do that I, do I, exactly <laughs> right. right but i you know I th- and you know i think of course you know i think about uh luke 9 23 where jesus says hey um you know to you know if you're not ready to die to yourself day you know if you're not ready to die to yourself Disciple. pick up your cross and follow me daily mm. so this death to self and, and picking up a cross mm. to follow jesus is a daily thing it says if you're not ready to do this you're not even ready you're not worthy mm-hmm. right to be my disciple. my disciple yeah right so, so you know so this element so in engaging in getting into discipleship whether i'm coming into this um relationship as a discipler mm-hmm. or a disciple, um, I have to first to engage in it, right? Mm-hmm. To get into it, I need to count. You know, I, I think you, th- you know exactly. Yeah. I need to count the cost and cost and recognize there's a self denial. Yeah. But yeah. my question is, you know, what do, you know, what does that look like? What does self denial look like um, for Christ? Because I'm denying myself for Christ, right? Luke mm-hmm. nine twenty three. Hey, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me, mm-hmm. right? So doing, what does that look like for Christ and then for one another? Right. Right. Yeah, I, you know, well, before I say anything, uh, the Holy Spirit's all, all over you, bro, because th- what you're saying is so true. Uh, it's so powerful, and it just resonates with my spirit. So amen to that, I right? Because we, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, we know that the Holy Spirit's cooking up. Nice. So, you, can, you can tell Dedrick. Right? You can tell Dedrick is a charismatic. When, yeah. you know, when a brother looks at you, when a brother looks at you and says, "I can tell the Holy Spirit is all Boy, over you." I feel it. For those yeah. of you who don't understand, that's basically charismatic lingo right there. Yes, it's just, it is. D- what Dedrick is saying is, "Yo, Ubi, you are flowing in some serious stuff today." Yes, <laughs> yes that is so true. Um, well, I appreciate the thing. Yeah, bro. Thank no, you, bro. I appreciate sure. that. Um, but yeah, when I think about self denial, um, initially you think about it. It's yeah. almost like you think about when, you know, somebody's going up for a shot, you know, in basketball, it's like, he's denied. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, dang, it's like, if, I, if I'm the one shooting, I don't want to hear that I got denied, right? Right. right. And um, and so it's, it comes off as a negative thing. If you think yeah, about it, self-denial, that means that self needs to right? sit right. back yeah. and, and not, you know, not do what it wants to do, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I think, you know, when it comes to Christ, um, man, it's hard uh, because, I, I told myself years ago, Dedrick, like, you know, once you give your life to him, like, this is what you got to do. This is your lifestyle. And I always told God, I told yeah. God, like, once I do this, use me however you want to use me. Right. So it means there's a lot okay. of situations where I'm like, dang, I got to deny myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where whether that be I got a person that needs prayer, right? It's a person that wants prayer, they ask for prayer, or or maybe I need to give. You know what I mean? I need to uh, bless somebody. And it's like, dude, I'm, I'm down to my last dollar. Like, why would I want to bless this person? But if God's calling me to that right. you know what i mean if i need to i need to be <clears throat> obedient to that but the self-denial of it is dedrick shut up 
Go do what you're supposed to do. Okay? Yeah. And when you do that, the fruit that comes out of that is amazing because you decided and chose to be obedient and follow Jesus. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think that's what's so important because you realize my life is not my own anymore. Right. I'm literally a follower of Jesus Christ. It's like the cause is bigger. Yeah, it's bigger than that because, yeah, I might not see it right now, but this might be something that can affect this person for 20 years from now, yes. generations from now. Absolutely. Yeah. Because of my obedience to say, you know what, I got to deny my flesh. And sometimes it's the difference in whether or not a person even accepts Christ. Like, if they don't That's see true. it in you. Because, like, my thing, like, before I gave my life to Christ was I had a really bad temper. Mm-hmm. And so to give to turn the other cheek and give somebody, <laughs> you know, a, 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 some grace, give some knuckles, right? It's like mm-hmm. and so to deny myself, it was like okay, I, old me would be putting some hands on this person, mm-hmm. but okay. you know I want them to see Christ, That's good, bro. and so I want them to see Christ instead of the mm-hmm. old me. Yeah, and so like denying yourself, doing going against the way that you would would have done it. Right, right, right. right. You know, it's just it's not a natural feeling. Right. But as we practice what happens, yeah. eventually mm-hmm. we become good at it. Not even necessarily good, it's just it becomes a part of us. Right. It becomes a lifestyle, not just something we talk about, right? Absolutely. Right. So I think that's the main thing for me that I love is like once you get to that point, people will understand. They're like, Dad, yeah. that person cussed you out. I'm like, that's cool. Or right. that person, like, they stabbed you in the back and you've done everything for them. It's cool. I'm going to still love them anyway. Yeah. I yeah. don't like it. It don't feel good. Right. But the fact is, it's like I'd rather show grace and love that person back to the cross. Right. And so what that does is an example okay. of, dang, okay. this is true love. This is what love looks like. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to keep yeah. it real with them and tell them, I know what you did. Mm-hmm. It hurt me, but I still love you. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, and okay. when when those Go being ahead. discipled, when they see that, like, like okay. They still know. get mad, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid, bro. Like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll beat him up for you. No, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> or, or some, you know, or, or the popular one, that was Jesus. <laughs> that was Jesus. That's, not, you know, like, yeah. like, no, you know, like, no, we hold Jesus to a different standard. Jesus did that. That's I'm like, so true, bro. But, but I'm like, you forget that that's why Jesus came, to empower us to become like, like him. I'm him. like, that's why the right. Holy Spirit is here. So Amen. you can't say that was Jesus yeah. because Jesus lived and walked this way so that you would model Amen. your life mm-hmm. like his. So I'm like, um, you know, if for a disciple or a disciple to say that was Jesus, I'm like you just. I'm like you've defeated the purpose of discipleship. Yeah, it's like right. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Game we, over. Yeah, you're doing it yeah. in the hope, which you know, which biblical the biblical hope means in the expectation. Right, hope is yeah. not oh I wish. I wish. Biblical I hope is not Amen. I wish. It Amen. means in the certain delightful expectation. Right of becoming like him. Yeah. Right. So it's not, oh, I think, or it would be nice. You know, I think if I do these things, I'll become like Jesus. No, it's doing these things with the certain expectation that you become like Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. But, okay, so, I, you know, and, and I think, I feel like, you know, we have we have explored more so the, the denial, mm-hmm. right, self-denial in general, what it means, what it looks like for, for you as a Christian, right? Right. right. But, from the aspect of the teacher, right, the discipler, mm-hmm. what does that, what does self-denial look like in the, in, you know, in the discipleship relationship? What does self-denial look like from the vantage point of the discipler? Um, you know, it's so many instances I can bring up, but I think about just, you know, um, when somebody you love to death, you know, they're like your child, you love them. They continue to commit the same sin. You know, you're like, dude, why do you keep yeah. going back to this yeah. mess, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my natural reaction is I just 
I'm gonna jab you right in the throat. You know what I mean? Like, why do you why do you keep doing <laughs> this? Doing like, you don't because right. you know what it's cause. Yeah. It's causing all this pain and friction, and so you know where this road goes. Yeah, it's like, what? Why do you want to keep going back to it? But, um, but then I got to think about I used to be there, and how did my mentor treat me, and how does God treat me? Yeah. What is God's posture when I right. do mess up and when I fall yeah. short? It's not you piece of you know. It's right. son, I love you. Get back up. Come on. Let's go. You know what I mean? Amen. And that's Amen. my posture towards somebody I'm discipling. Because I think the scripture I live by now is be quick to hear, so to speak. So speak yeah. Because we have to be. Because our natural reaction when we hear is to react. Like, I got I to tell you, man, I'm mad. But it's now yeah. it's more of, okay, breathe. Hey, I get it. You messed up. You know what I mean? Let's go to scripture. Let's pray about it. You obviously need to make sure this is you want to repent about it because right. you don't want to keep going back to it. Yeah. Uh, and just understand God's grace is sufficient. You know what I mean? It really is. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't yeah. give us a license to sin, but more of, hey, this should this should push me closer to God instead of away yes. from God. Yeah. But condemnation is going to push you away from Every God. Every time. Yeah. So yeah. for me, man, I, I just want to make sure. I, I give you a perfect example. Somebody called me last or messaged me um, this morning, and he was like, man, I messed up. You know, I drank, and I because he struggles with drinking. He said, I messed up, and he started having anxiety attacks, and he was just beating himself. I said, shh, stop. You fell short. Right. You got caught in a booby trap. Okay. Now let's take that trap off. Let's get healed and let's move forward. Because God's not even thinking about that anymore. So self-denial to me in that regard is don't think about what you want to say in your feelings because you don't like what he did. Think about what Christ would do. It's the whole what would Jesus do thing. Like that's so real. So deny your flesh, pick up your cross. And that cross is something you have to carry with you always. You know what I mean? Amen. And and because and it, it's an example of Jesus died for me. He died for me. So when I'm mad at somebody or my paycheck ain't right or this ain't right, I could react like the world and get mad at my boss. Or I could say, hey, something's not right here. And he mm-hmm. says, well, I'll give it to you on your next check. I don't like that. But guess right. what? All right, man. You know what I mean? If there's, is there any other way? Nope. All right. Well, it is what it is. Here we go. So right. to me, it's just right. denying my flesh yeah. and not getting caught up in the worldly pursuits. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need that today. I I need that today. I need that right now. But it's like, maybe God's trying to show you something. Something. Right. Yeah. Or teach you something. Yeah, it's it's always something. Yep. Yep. For sure. Mike, Mike, check. check One, two, one, two. You're not on. I'm not on. No. And so. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Okay, there we go. Yeah, there you go. Am I back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. I, you know, I, for me, when I think about, you know, um, self-denial from the vantage point of the disciple, the scripture that comes to mind is Mark ten forty-five, right? Um, mm-hmm. Where Jesus says something like, uh, let's see here. Mark ten forty-five. But Jesus draws the comparison between himself and, you know, human leaders, right? Mm-hmm. He says, um, well, I'm going to start from t- um, Mark ten forty-two. Jesus called them over and said to them, you know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those in high positions act as tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you will be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you will be a slave to all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Right? Um, Verse 45, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, 
but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So, you know, when I think of Jesus Christ, you know, just summarizing, mm. right, his posture right. and his purpose for coming from that, you know, from that angle, I'm like, that's what self-denial right. looks like from the vantage point of the discipler. Why? Because Jesus is the ultimate discipler, Amen. right? It looks like service, mm. right? <laughs> right. As, you know, so I am serving whoever my disciple is, whoever God has brought under my charge for me to aid and equip to become more like Jesus. Mm, yeah. My posture toward them, my my attitude and my action towards mm. them is service. consistently one of service. Like right. that has to be that has to be the attitude of my heart and my spirit. It is Amen. to serve them, right? Even yeah. even when I'm rebuking, it has to come from, you know, my rebuke has to come from a place of service. Like yes. This is um, going to help you. This is going to help you. This is why you, you need right. to know this. Right. right. And, and not just is this is going to help you, I'm doing it to serve. I'm doing it as a service to you. Right. And I'm like, man, as you know, thinking of it from the vantage point of a disciple and a teacher, what would it look like if we would, if we became more intentional? Yeah, rebuking from a place of service. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I think you know sometimes we rebuke, and you know we have you know even as children when we were brought up, you know when we were rebuked, it was from this place of authority. You know, my father rebuked yeah. me because he loved me. Right, but there was this right. authority, and you know there was this almost like power that came with it. Mm-hmm. But what does it look like to rebuke someone from a place of service? Where you're thinking. I want to serve this person. And right now, the service needs, needs to take the form of rebuke. Right. But, yeah. but I'm serving them, right? It's easy to serve someone yeah. when, when I'm encouraging them. True. It's easy to think of encouragement as serving someone. It's easy to think of even teaching someone mm. as encouraging, as serving them. Yeah. But um, it's very hard. <sighs> or we, you know, I rarely think of rebuking as serving. You know, I'm like, yeah, I can, rebu-. you know, I'm like, no, usually if I'm rebuking someone, it's still in love, right? Right, but right. I'm like, but hey, I'm like, do I think of rebuking them from the vantage point of That's good. serving them? That's right? really good. No, yeah. but I don't think we think about that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But that's so true because that's what we're doing. We love you. I'm serving you. I'm serving you, yeah. Um, and what comes to mind to that would be is um, probably about two years, two, three, about two or three years ago, I don't know. Um, I had this, I was having a small group and there was a brother in there, and uh, he was a new Christian. Right. And he was dating this girl, and they had a baby. They, you know, uh, they had a baby on the way, and they were living together. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is tough. Right. <laughs> so I got to right? So this well, well, I didn't want to address it, um, but I prayed about it. But this conviction came over me, like, man, I gotta say something because how can I hold anybody else accountable? Right. You know, when it comes to sin, when I'm like, well, that's okay for them though. So I remember it was a Friday night, and I had to call them. You know, I had to call because I didn't. They lived like 45 minutes, 30 minutes north. Okay. So I didn't want him to drive down and say, hey, sorry, you can't. Right. So I was like, I'm at least going to call him. And I prayed. I, I was already getting emotional when we got on the phone. He said, hey, bro, what's up, man? I was like, oh, uh, nothing much. I said, where are you at? He's like, oh, my, oh we're getting in the car now. And I'm like, to bring him and down. he's so excited. excited he's right. so excited to come down. And oh. him and his girl, uh, she's pregnant. And, um, man, I just told him, I said, look, and I shared some scripture with him and you know, the truth yeah. about like, hey, man, this is sin. And, you know, you told me that you're going to continue to have sex. You told me this is what it is. And, you know, you're not moving out. I'm like, I mean, at this point, you're telling me what you are. And I think yeah. about First Corinthians 5 at that point. You know what I mean? You calling yourself a Christian. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? You say, hey, right. this is who I am. I follow Jesus. I love Jesus. But you're a, you know, a sexual idolater. Yeah. You know what I mean? At that point, like you're saying I'm choosing this. 
So I said, it says I'm not even supposed to eat with you. Wow. And he was like, what is that supposed to mean? I said, basically what it means is if you're not willing to stop these things, I can't you can't come back to yeah. the group. Wow. And he said, are you freaking kidding me? Man, whatever. This is all that religious stuff. He hung up the phone and it hurt. I cried. And I just remember thinking like, that's not even fun. Like what was right. the point of that? And he ended up, and long story short, he went through a lot of mess because of that. Like wow. somebody else married him. And they were living in sin, and it, that was a disaster. And I'm like, man, if he just would have listened. Yeah. You know, because right. all he had to yeah. move out was at least two months. Yeah. And then boom. But it's like that conversation isn't fun. No, it's it's not, not fun at all. But then I think, like, man, like, but I did it in love. Yes. I was hurt. I was yeah. broke. You were serving. Like, like I was serving. Him. And I'm like, yeah. that wasn't fun. But I'd rather do that because I love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I even told you, hey, don't basically don't drive all the way here right. and then me tell you drive back home. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I love you enough to tell you that, yeah. but also like, one day you're going to get it. Yeah. And so yeah. I've, and I'll say this, I had another situation like that in Terre Haute when I was there and, but God showed up on this one because there's, they were living together. They were, they were, you know, about to, I was about to baptize him. I was struggling with it. He came to, he came to the house with his wife. I'm sitting in the back and I said, I need to talk to you. He said, before you say anything, <laughs> he said, man, honestly, I, I, I don't think I should get baptized right now. He said, because I'm not married and I'm living in sin. I was like, what? I said, bro, I was about to talk to you about this. He yeah. said, but I want to just not worry about having a wedding. You know what I mean? I just want to honestly, like, I just want to get married, but I don't think my wife's going to do it. So I said, let's go in there together. Let's pray about this going together and talk to her. And we walk in and she said, Jordan. He's like, what? Hey, let's just get married. I was like. Hey, I was like, hey, hey, that's hey. Awesome. Yeah, I, was like, yeah. I said, this was on my heart. Like, this is crazy. And and it was like, that's the other instance of like somebody yes. really wanting to, yes. like they were already prepped for yeah. it. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I just think like there's two sides of that, but it's like, we should always do it in love. No matter what we do, yeah. do it in love. Right. You know what and, I mean? And you know, there's always that like um, time frame where when someone's new in Christ and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to give them an opportunity to come to it on their own. Yeah, for you know, sure. Right. For sure. Right. That's and, true. And so like it's almost like uh like a honeymoon period. Like where you're like, okay, they're gonna come to it on their own. I'm gonna let them kind of just blissfully Yeah get there. Yeah. And then for when sure. when they don't, then it raises the question of do they really want to live this lifestyle or do they really want yes. to follow what Christ is saying? Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. You know, I, I love, you know, you know, you're you're mentioning you know, do they want to live this lifestyle after you've given them, given, you know, you've given them instruction, you've given them time to live it out, you know, giving them the space right, you know, to see whether they want to live that out. And, you know, even I think, um, that even, you know, with, um, both, you know, both stories that you shared, mm-hmm. I think, you know, to a certain degree, you touch on, you touch on the other aspect, the other dimension of self-denial, which is from the vantage point of the disciple, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, the discipler, exercises self-denial by serving you right Mm -hmm. because culturally when we think about a disciple which is a teacher right even you know that word rabbi means teacher Teacher. master right you know there's this idea that the master the teacher is the one who's exercising authority right but jesus says no i exercise my mastership by serving i i teach by serving right but you know so from the van but from the vantage point of the disciple this idea of hey are they going to listen are they going to obey you know captures self-denial and submission right so so, yeah, so, so while the discipler is exercising self-denial for the sake of christ and for the sake of the student uh-huh. by serving the student 
the student exercises self-denial for the sake of Christ and for the sake of the teacher right. by submitting. Yeah. Oh. And that, and, and guys, come on, let's be honest. Right. We uh, yeah. know, we know, we, I think some of us would rather serve before we submit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll serve, but like, I submit. Like, nope. Yeah, I'll serve, but I don't submit. I'm like, but, but I'm like, but we have to, you yeah. have to submit. I, th- you know? I think submitting too, it also takes relationship, right? Like having relationship whether that's with Christ that's, or that's, that's big yeah. or right. whoever is discipling you. Like if you have that relationship there, it allows you to say some things that uh, other people can't say. Oh, for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. Especially when it comes to rebuking. Right. Right. Like when you're telling someone, okay, this is, this is what I see that you're not doing right. 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 And stuff. If it comes from the wrong person, they're like, Oh, you don't know me. Well, it's kind of like, a, you it's like a football coach, that? you know, it's like a football coach. You, Eventually, you know, you build a relationship. He can right. Say, Sit down, fat boy. You're like, whatever. You know, whatever. Like, yeah. Who are you? Right. But he's the coach. We got a relationship. Mm-hmm. But somebody off the streets can't do that. Let's just right. be real. But, okay, so so here's my pushback to that, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. I, I think I, what I would say is relationship makes submission more organic yep. and makes it easier, right? But it's not necessary. And here's why I say relationship. Here's why I say relationship is not necessary for submission. Mm-hmm. Um, I go for a job interview. I get I get hired. I, I show up. This. Uh, I do what I'm told. Why? Because I'm getting paid, not because I have a relationship. That's so, true. Too, you know, so what? So what that shows is, but, but that, it's not know, really genuine, though. No, it's no. Yo, if you're paying me, <laughs> and you're paying me right. well. My submission, when you say, hey, Ubi, I want this report in the next two hours, that submission is genuine. No, I'm I mean, genuinely doing well, it. Well, let me say, it's, right. it's subjective. I, so it's like, yes, I'm Unless you don't you like right. your job or you're not getting paid enough. Right. No, okay, so right. If that, if that check is late, that yeah. compliance is different. Right. <laughs> right? And so, and so when you talk about uh, relationship and that sort of thing, um, if you have a relationship, it doesn't matter, like, what happens it's like we have relationship so you can say you have these rights because a relationship right right so like no, that, it, that's why I, I see both sides of that but um now right. i think now he's got my brain working because it's like okay think about it like i know me when i was I'm, I'm a boss you know what i mean like when i was a boss for years like you know i wasn't in relationship with a lot of my guys right i really wasn't you know what i mean some i was but some wasn't but they still had to listen mm-hmm you know what I mean? So yeah. it was just submit regards because of war who I am now. Right. I wasn't right. like this tyrant, but obviously when I had to show my authority, I had to show my authority. But regards to what happens, I didn't have to be in a relationship for them to submit to, to submit. me. Right. right. Well, what you get when you have relationship versus pay. So like if you have a relationship with individuals, right? Right. So like I supervise mm-hmm. my relationship with my team. Right. Right. Will cause them to work outside of work hours. Like mm-hmm. I know I'm not no, getting I get paid. That. I no, okay, so, there. so Josh, here's the thing: I'm not making a comparison between right. submission based on relationship and submission based on pay. Right. The, the, the reason you for using right no the reason for using that example is to show that relationship is not necessary for submission. Right. So I was just using the example of hey, people submit in work. Because they're getting paid. So the point I'm making yeah, is that's there good. are different yeah, motivations right. for submission. Even as a pastor, right. people right. submit, so, and I'm not even in a relationship Right, so with it, yeah. comes down to, it comes down get, to okay, the posture of your heart. Yeah. So the point I'm making is, hey, listen, you know what? If this person's my disciple, or if this person's my pastor, let's use the pastor, for example, right? Because, you know, in church, we know, in the church community, we know that the chief disciple is the pastor. Yeah. So I come into a new church. I don't know this pastor very well. 
um, we, we don't necessarily have a relationship yet, right? Mm-hmm. But if I understand that he is my discipler, right, mm-hmm. that I'm learning the word of God from him, mm-hmm. right? And I understand that discipleship is a spirit-empowered interaction where the Holy Spirit is working in him and the Holy Spirit is working in me. Then at least until I get to know him, right, until, yeah, until I submit. get to know him, my submission comes from a place. Yeah. For the sake of Jesus, for sure. right, right, yeah. and then when I come to know Him, that that submission kicks into even you know it's it, to a different level. Yeah, it's a different yeah. level. It's still for the sake of Jesus, but there's the added flavor for of sure. I know this no, person yeah. now, right? Yeah. yeah, because you know you know you know you know take for example Hebrews thirteen seventeen, right? Hebrews thirteen seventeen, reading from the KJV. Okay, right? okay. It says, "Obey them that have the rule over you." And submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, mm-hmm. that they may do it with joy and not with grief, grief, for that is unprofitable for you, right? So, so like when I look at the reasons, right, that, 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 that so the poetic. author of Hebrews, yeah, are, yeah, yeah, whatever you say, bro, <laughs> <laughs> right? But when, when we look at the reasons for, you know, for, um for why we should submit. It's interesting that the Holy Spirit through the author of Hebrews does not really highlight um, relationships relationships so much as what you stand to gain mm-hmm. and why they do what they do. You yeah. need to submit because your discipler is watching over your soul yeah. because he has been called Ooh. to do it because right. you stand to you stand to lose nothing from submitting to him and you stand to gain everything, everything. And so from may, submitting to them right so maybe relationship is not a thing that should even be considered no 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 i think it, I should, think it should, should definitely no, be no, considered no, i mean but like from the standpoint of like someone is shepherding over watching out for your soul right right so something that important maybe you don't need a relationship right off you just say okay it's important enough that this person is in this place right. because God or well, but there's a balance so, though. No, exactly. There's a balance yeah. to it because of the fact it's like even with friendships or whatever, like you still got to be careful because sometimes you let people so close to where you know what I mean. Like it just it, it can get tainted at times yes, where they absolutely. start they stop respecting yeah. you as much because they're like, oh, like I spent every day with this person, and it's like when you try to speak into their life. It's like, oh, here you go again. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think there's always a balance, a balance. of, of right. that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. um, you can share too much, too. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I want to go back to this point that made me think about it, uh, something God uh, showed me years ago. Um, I was working, and I rem- uh, one of my uh, reps went to uh, talk to this client. They were outside. It was cold. It was snowing. Yeah. And I just remember, like, it was, I mean, it was brutally cold outside. And I just remember they were at the, on the porch talking, and there was a little dog. This little small dog yeah. running around like just, you know, doing his thing. And um, and he looked at the dog because the dog just kept doing something extra. He said, get in the house. You know what the dog did? He got right in the house, right? And I was like, dang. <laughs> like, but it just hit me like, yeah. all right, cool. But then this is what God showed me. It was snowing. It was three minutes later. I'm just zoned out, and I see a, a German shepherd. It looked bad. Wow. It looked bad. I'm like, wow. And it was like he was going, he was trying to get in trash. Yes. It was cold. I'm like, he ain't got no shelter. But it's like you see the dog that submitted. Yep. And the dog, guess what he gets? Everything. Right. He gets a warm house. You know what I mean? He gets 
food when he needs it. He ain't got to worry Personalized about Personalized food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couldn't get right. the nails cut, right. all, of that. all of that. Because he submitted. Like, get yeah. in the house. All right, I'm yeah. gone. Daddy the dog said, to jump the fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Master said, go, I'm gone. Yeah. But then you got the other dog that, you know, it's out on its own. And I don't know exactly what happened, yeah. but what God showed me at that moment was, this is a dog that's saying, I don't want to submit. I'm out. On, I'm doing what I want to right. do. No and cover. because he's doing what he wants to do, he's suffering. Yeah. And he's basically dying, and he has to fight for his food. So basically, he's just a rogue dog at yeah. that point. And so, yeah, it has to be that type yeah. of mentality. That's and amazing. See, the guy spoke to you yeah. in, a, in a situation. I know, right? Crazy. It was crazy. But, but I think that's where balance also comes in, right? Because, um, you know, because I, I, I've heard of situations where a discipler rebukes with that kind of an attitude, like not, not, you know, right, not talking to the person saying, like the person, yeah. so not, to, not talking to the person like the person's a dog, <laughs> right. but having this, you know, there's an attitude, there's this authoritarian yeah. lording over exercise of their position as discipler, right? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I, I, I can hear someone, you know, one of our listeners um, or watchers saying, sure. well, how do I respond when someone talks to me that way mm-hmm. you know I, I say number one remember the human amen but but number two um just consider that maybe they're rebuking you that harshly because they know the destruction that awaits amen. if you right. don't you know so so That's there's good. this urgency maybe they're really not being it's like righteous it, anger r- you exactly know what I mean? like you it's know, like mm-hmm. yeah it's like ah what right. are you doing like yeah come you know, on give, like, give them yeah. i i would say give them the benefit of doubt Sure, you know, right. give them the benefit of that—that that they're not being authoritarian or that they're not being egotistical. Hey man, that's good. But they're being that there's that that what you're hearing that sounds authoritarian is actually a sense of urgency, like they Ash, recognize and serving, and serving yeah. right? Um, now, does that mean that there are some people who do not abuse power? Absolutely not. There are right. such people, and in, if you find yourself in a, a situation where power is being abused, um, get out. Amen. Mm-hmm. Get out of that disciple. Re- that's not a. That's not a. That's not a discipleship relationship, or at least, and even if it is, it's it's unhealthy. That's it's Ike, unscriptural. That's Ike and Tina Turner, boy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You don't need none of that. Exactly. Like, that's not, you don't need that. That's not you what it's about, that. right? But you know, it's yeah. funny because one of the guys I was discipling just has happened a week week ago, and I I, I was frustrated. I'll be honest. With you. I'm I'm gonna be transparent. I was mad, right? Like <laughs> I was just so frustrated. Cause I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like it it it's, it frustrated me and. I was just kind of tapped and I said, I'm, I'm really, I'm done with this. I was like, you, you, you continue to go back to this and it's causing me to stumble. I said, I'm really, I just don't want to do this. And you know, that hurt him, but in a way of like, he's seeing how it really was. Yeah. yeah. He's seeing that it hurt me because I'm like, you keep going back to it because yeah. I see what it does to you and I can't continue to watch it. And, um, he called me back. He said, bro, I've been thinking about what you said and I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Like he said, I, that was so yeah. selfish of me. I ain't even thinking how it affects you. And so it's like I had to show a little bit of like heat to show him like I love you, bro, and I'm tired of sick. I'm sick and tired of you doing this to yourself. It's affecting people around you. When you jump into the pool, right? Like those waves hit a lot of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. It don't just stop right when you jump in. So guess what? It can affect me too. Yeah. So there's this righteous like anger sometimes of like you you're just being messy right now, and you don't have to be. Right. That's why I'm frustrated. So, yeah. So, Obi, I'm so glad you hit yeah. on that point because somebody could look at that and be like, see, is there somebody trying to control and be a dictator. That right. Is not it's that not, is. That's not right. what it's about. That, yeah. But now, but again, you know, hey, there are such situations that's in the papers all the time, you know, that, hey, we have people who abuse power, even in the church. And in such situations, you know, if it's um, if the minute you, 
the minute you can determine that you're in that kind of a situation, get you need out. to get out. Get out. Yeah. You need Amen. to get out quickly. I agree. Um, but so moving on, I think, you know, when we look at that definition, um, there's also another aspect of this, of, um, you know, engaging in discipleship, which is devotion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, so we see this, you know, Luke 9, 23, Jesus says, uh, deny yourself, take up your cross, right? So this speaks to this idea of self-denial. Oh, yeah. But it says, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. And that captures this notion of devotion, right? Yeah. So if I'm going to engage, I'm not just getting into self-denial, yeah. right? I'm also getting into, in, if I'm going to engage, I need to recognize that there is an element of devotion to Christ, right? And if I'm a discipler, that my devotion to Christ is given expression in my devotion to that student, Man. right? I have to be devoted to the disciple God has given, has brought under me. Yeah. And if you're the disciple, your devotion to Jesus Christ is expressed in your devotion to the discipler God has brought you under. And I think, you know, in our culture, that is so... I, 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 it feels like counter, uh, you know, even my, hearing myself sounds say foreign, it, right? right? It sounds very foreign, but even yes. even hearing myself say it, I'm like, man, Ubi, you know, that's really strange. But when I think about discipleship, and even in our churches today in America, we live that out. Like, I know people who will defend their pastors to the death. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm like, and, and sometimes to a fault. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm like, man, you know, you need to look at the biblical definition of loyalty to make to understand that right. Christian loyalty is always mixed with discerning and accountability. For sure, right? Don't be so loyal that you fail so you to discern so and hold account mm-hmm. and, and, and hold accountable. Those are elements of; those are actually very essential elements of loyalty. But but you know, so there's this you know this there is this angle of devotion um, to Christ. Yeah. For the disciple and for the discipler. Oh, yeah. So Dedrick, as a discipler, right, how does you know, how do you express or how do you show devotion for Jesus through your devotion to the person you're discipling? I'm a volunteer pastor. <laughs> Yo, hey, that I'm, right I'm, there is devotion. I'm no a, joke. I'm a volunteer no, pastor. I don't no get paid. No joke. And, <laughs> so. and your position is discipleship, discipleship pastor. pastor, right? That's yeah. so Guys, up. that's devotion right there. <laughs> Just being honest, because pastoring, yo. Yeah, because that's a lot that comes with it. I don't yes, get paid for that. So it's like, but I don't think about that. Yeah. You know, I just I get to do what I do. And so that's I, devotion. Dude, I love that example because it is so practical and real yeah it is so real i mean like you're a full-time pastor and you are not you are not taking any money Mm -mm. to pour into the lives and to care and to pray and to guide the people Mm -hmm. that you're serving i'm like that thank thank you so much for being bold and courageous enough to say that because that's being real that's being real i really appreciate that yeah i I just think about i think about man like you know, in the Bible, was at Luke uh, when it talked. The man said, uh, "I need to go bury my father." You know what I mean? Dead, buried, yeah. dead. And you follow me, and I think about like that's a real deal thing. So yeah. it's like at all costs, no matter what, even at this yeah. point, if they're not doing the Father's will, it doesn't matter. You yeah. got to follow me. So it's like when I heard that when, years ago, yeah. Yeah. it hit me. Like I love my family. You know, I love money. I love doing all these things, but if that comes contrary to me following, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, right? I, I can't worry about that, and so. And I think about that would be like, you know, um, 
God blesses me in other ways. Like yeah. I think through let go and lift and my wife has a full time job. She does well. And it's like, we've never missed a beat. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah. And I think like God, just because of my obedience, God show me favor. You know what I mean? So yeah, is it be nice to get paid for the church and all that, but it's not what it's about. I can care less. I could go another five years and they say, well, we just can't. That's fine. Cause yeah. this until God opens that door for me and he wants that, I'm not worried about that. It doesn't That's even awesome. come to my mind yeah. because I get to serve the living God. Like I like yes. he should like dead yes. today. You get to speak into that person's life. That's an opportunity. Yeah. Right. Like, I didn't, yeah. so I didn't sign up for, I didn't count the cost to do this to get paid. I did this because I love people. Yeah. I love the hearts. Yeah. I love, you know, I, I was once there. Yeah. I was once lost and now I'm found. So guess yeah. what? Because I get to Amen. use the gospel to have somebody else get found, man, it's nothing's better right, than that. Right, you can't put a price on nothing's it. Nothing's better yeah. than that to me. I, so. I I mean, I I don't know that I'm being partial because, you know, we're in full-time ministry, but I I don't know that there's any greater joy than serving God and serving God's people. I'm like, I, Sorry, I, you bro. know, I'm like, for real, I'm like, I don't know that How many is. conversations have we said have we had, with like yeah. with 15 men sitting yeah. in a park for hours just because we we just love it, yeah. you know? So, yeah, yeah I agree. I, yeah, I you I lose track of time. Yeah. Yeah. Then wifey calls and says, "Hey, you need to come home." <laughs> right. Yeah, babe, I'm gonna be there in five the minutes. Way. And then five minutes we later, got about an hour, and then guys. thirty minutes later, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So no, I I get that. But um, okay, so but from the vantage point of the disciple, yeah. what does devotion to the disciple look like? I think you know because you know, and the reason why I phrase it this way is because you know, in our you know, I'm like as Christians, as Christians, we don't have a problem saying, "Oh, I'm devoted to Jesus." Right. 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 But I'm like. Yeah, but what? How do you show devotion to Jesus by being devoted to Dedrick or Josh? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Do you do you have the gumption to say you're devoted to that person, right? So, and I'm like, this is this the scriptural precedent for this, right? Jesus says, if you love me, John 15, uh, fourteen fifteen, if you love me, you'll obey my command. Uh, John 13, right? Jesus tells us what is commanded. Jesus says, a new command I give you, that yeah. the way I love you, yeah. Yeah. you love one another. Guys, uh, when I look at the way Jesus loved me, there's no better word than <laughs> to say Jesus was devoted right. to me, right? right? So, so the scriptural precedent for this idea of saying, I love Jesus, I'm de- that my devotion to Jesus is expressed in my devotion to another. Yeah. So within the context of discipleship, what does that look like for, you know, how, you know, how would you guys, how do you guys recommend, what are some practical ways for a disciple to engage in devotion to Jesus by being devoted to the discipler? Um, oh, would, say no more. Say no more. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I know. Okay. I'm going to use the same exact. No, for real. I want to, I want to, I want to, this just popped into my head. I want, I, I think what, I think one practical way, one practical way, there are many, but one practical way is to flip the example that Dedrick gave. The, the same way a discipler can do this voluntarily without expectation or asking for financial uh, reward right. that you, the discipler, can voluntarily, without it ever being asked, you, the discipler, can actually bless. You, the disciple, can actually bless. Show your devotion by blessing yeah. the disciple, your discipler, with financial reward. And again, the scriptural uh, <laughs> precedent like, for good. you. Paul. Paul is very clear. Paul says, if we have. Sp- 
poured or if we have sown spiritually into your lives, is it anything for us to reap? Material from, materially from your life, so, you know. So, yeah. so, so that's and and guys, don't forget, this is not the main thing because I I know sometimes we hear money and it becomes a major yeah, turn off. Yeah. But I think I I think guys, let's be honest, right? If we're gonna be honest, money, you know, because of what we can do with it, it's very close to the core of our being to our oh, identity, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so I think it's important that we touch on it. I'm like, hey, if you can give, if, or if you can sacrifice money, if you can give money, that says a lot to who you are. Right? Yeah. But I think that's a great example for um, th- that's one way you can show devotion to um, to the people pouring into your life that you give. I love it. Yeah, right, that you give without you know without without someone asking for tithes, without someone asking for yeah, offerings, without someone it. asking for an honorarium. Just do it because oh. you recognize they have poured into your life mm. spiritually. Can I tell you, this is crazy. I'm, it's good. It's good. This just happened last night, and this is a perfect example of I just believe that you know God God told me something, and it was just amazing. I don't know, it just it just hit me like a ton of bricks, and um, we're out to eat. Jaren said, "I want to take you out to eat." I was like, "Cool, let's go." And, and Jaren's the guy you disciple. He's a guy that yeah. I disciple, and is a and is is a partner of yours. In he's that, a partner. Well, yeah. he's yeah, he's an yeah, employee. Basically. Okay, so yeah. he was. We got to the register, and I ordered my food, and. I looked back. He was happy to pay for me. Yeah. I looked back. It was two couple, uh, older white couple. Yeah. Um, I mean, they could pay for this stuff. They look, you know, whatever. But I said, hey, can I ask y'all a question? They was like, what? I said, can I buy y'all's food tonight? They was like, uh, I said, no. Can I just, I just want to bless y'all. But I think, but it even, it, helped, it did something amazing for them, but also for Jaren. Right. Because it's like, I'm like, dang, he's getting a free meal for me. Why don't he just take it and just right? right. He sparked just, the movement. I was just kind of like moved to do that for them. And it's not, again, I'm not looking for praise for that. It's just the example of like sometimes. Man, you're like, the it guy, huh? The, you said you weren't looking for praise. So I just thought I'd give you praise. Oh gosh, <laughs> I, I, I'll take it. You know what I mean? I receive it. But it was just one of those things. It's like, but I seen what it did to them because they're like, wow, like this guy didn't have to do that. Yeah. But as a disciple, uh, disciple, it's like I want him to see that too yes like it's yes. not always about receiving you know what i mean even when i receive i still want to give want to give because yeah. it's easy to be like well i save shoot he paying for mine i save yeah. 30, 15 dollars yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but yeah. it's not about that it's about i can bless somebody else yes. with that and right. so yes. he got to see that example last night and i thought that was that was something that's pretty cool that's awesome i love that yeah. i love that yeah you know i i think you know I'm like yeah we we could lay out some comprehensive or more um detailed examples of you know what devotion looks like from the vantage point of the disciple yeah. or the disciple but i love the fact that you know somehow we ended up you know giving some you know more practical yeah for sure you know more practical yeah. things you can do guys you know i mean like you know on principle we know that you know as a disciple your devotion is most evident in how you care yeah you're caring for the person you're discipling and you're yeah. guiding them being there for them but most especially in your teaching them and modeling out scripture, scripture. for them to yep. to copy right Amen. um for the student it's in obeying it's in listening it's in asking questions and then actually making the effort and doing yeah. what your teacher has Absolutely. told you to do right Amen. just just in general yeah but um but guys you know so i i hope this session has been a blessing for you um just to, just to quickly summarize hey listen Discipleship is a spirit empower is the spirit empowered teaching and learning to obey the commandments of Jesus Christ for the sake you know in hope of in hope of becoming like Him, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it involves self denial, 
and devotion. So if you, you know, as you as you start to engage in discipleship, keep that in mind. If you're if you're actually in a discipleship dynamic or relationship, and you haven't considered, you know, some of the things that you've heard today, um, you know, you know, we're not saying stop or anything, but we're saying, hey, okay, maybe use this episode as a sort of um, sift, right? Yeah. To 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 basically assess um, what your discipleship experience is like, and then. Uh, go on our, you know, go on our um, on on YouTube or like or Spotify guy. or Apple Podcast and give you know leave some comments saying hey you know what you guys hit on some stuff that I thought was really good mm-hmm. or um or you guys hit on some stuff that I never heard right. or you guys hit on some stuff that actually affirms my experience right now mm-hmm. but um on that note I'm gonna hand it over to my brother here who can do who does it <laughs> like I cannot yeah. so, like no other huh? like no other for real well I hope today's episode blessed you um. We've got a couple things coming up. So we have the Unpopular Conference coming up October 23rd. You can go to uh, lockunited.com, click events uh, to uh, be able to participate in that. And uh, can, I, can I say that uh, the Unpopular Conference, I, I don't know if I said this last episode or not, but as far as I know, it is the first of its kind in the world. It's the first conference. This, it, this is the first conference okay. of its kind. Yeah. No, no joke. There. No joke. It is the theme of the conference is cultivating followership in a leadership centric culture. Guys, seriously, when was the last time you attended a followership conference, read a book on followership, um, went yeah. to a lead uh, a followership workshop or seminar? Um, I'm, I, I would bet that it's all, that, leadership. That it's all leadership. You've ne- so, some people have never heard the word followership. So this is a first of its kind, especially when you consider that the Bible shows that the key to fought, to being a good leader is actually first developing your followership capacity, right? So seriously, October 23rd, you guys need to register. Be a great follower. Lockunited.com, events, register. And if you're still here, subscribe, hit that like button. And uh, come back and be with us on the next one. This has been Sessions on Life. I believe this was episode 33. Uh, I think it's episode 32. Two, yeah, because it was episode 32. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, look, but, I'm, but I'm that, we're still in the 30s, we'll man. Yeah. Like yeah, this 30s, is amazing. We're in the 30s, for real. And so, by the way, I, I just I just got to say, uh, our brother here, Dedrick Cosby, let go and lift. lift. Every Wednesday now, every Wednesday, uh, if you're in Evansville, Van Park. Yep, 7 p.m. H-I-T-T. No, yeah. oh, is it H-I-I-T? I don't know. <laughs> high, high interval. High intensity interval training. Exactly. So it's just like high intensity classes. If you're looking to lose weight, you know, burn fat and, you know, get a sweat in, take you 20, 30 minutes to get it done and go home. Awesome, awesome. Hey, Excellent. guys, we love you. Have a great week. And we'll see you next time. 